Peckham World Weekly is brought to you by Open Mortgage, where better is possible. Be sure to click on their banner on this page or visit openmortgage.com forward slash join hyphen us. This is the primary reason reverse mortgage borrowers default on their property tax payments. Debt after death and Social Security recipients could be getting their biggest raise since 1981 next year. These are your top reverse mortgage news stories for the week of September 19th. You're listening to Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for you, the reverse mortgage professional. The volume of reverse mortgage loans is expected to increase in the coming years, but that could also present challenges for mortgage servicers and subservicers, writes Mike Whitting in a recent MortgageOrb.com article. And he also points out there is an increased risk of default for non-payment of property taxes in reverse mortgages as opposed to a traditional or forward loan, and he goes on to spell out why. First, we have to look to the key differences between a reverse mortgage and a traditional or forward loan, primarily with property tax payments and how that's set up. Customers with reverse mortgages no longer have to make principal and interest mortgage payments, but the taxes still must be paid and ensuring that there is enough money allocated to pay those taxes, either from their monthly cash flow or for savings over several years or decades is important. Now, depending on how they're set up, Reverse mortgages could be less flexible, so if taxes and insurance go unpaid, the customer could be facing foreclosure. Now, with reverse mortgages, perhaps more so than a forward loan, timely and accurate payment of taxes is crucial, and those that are currently managing or who are planning to manage a reverse mortgage portfolio should make sure they have the resources in place to effectively track and accurately manage property tax payments. And there was one question asked in Mortgage Orb, what are the options for setting up a mortgage account to ensure that funds don't run dry during the life of the loan? And Whitting says, from a tax perspective, reverse mortgage loans can be set up in two ways, as a non-escrow account or as a LESA, lifetime expectancy set aside, which is designed to allocate funds over time to pay the taxes and homeowners insurance that are estimated for the life of the loan. LESA accounts are designed to cover tax and insurance payments for the expected life of the loan. It's not a lifetime guarantee of the payment. And another question is, can a loan be changed from a non-escrow account to a LESA after it's set up? Likewise, if it looks like funds are running low in a LESA account, can it be adjusted? Whitting says, once a loan is set up either as a non-escrow or as a LESA, it cannot be changed. It is the irreversible part of reverse mortgage. And unlike a regular escrow account, the lifetime expectancy set-aside account cannot be adjusted or replenished after the loan is closed. And then you also have the other challenge is that the LESA does not anticipate or factor in potential increases in property taxes, something we're seeing across the nation. In addition to family and friends, almost everyone is survived by his or her debts. When they die, writes Marlene Cooper in a recent column in the PasadenaJournal.com. She goes on to say, especially seniors who live by the cash and carry mentality, they never live beyond their means and they pay for everything in cash. And that debt they do accumulate is usually common everyday bills or household utilities, rather small. But on the other hand, I've seen many people leave large amounts of debt for their heirs and beneficiaries to contend with. 
and that might include mountains of unsecured credit card debt, back taxes owed to the IRS, medical expenses not covered by insurance, or mortgages on the property they own. But all debt is not the same. A distinction must be made, she writes, between unsecured and secured debt. I could not agree more. The latter is an obligation secured by a tangible asset, for example, a mortgage on a home. But everything else falls into the unsecured category. That would be like credit cards. Now, if there is a pay-on-death beneficiary designation for assets such as life insurance, bank accounts, or retirement assets, the proceeds of that account go directly to the beneficiary, and an unsecured creditor cannot collect those proceeds or attach them. However, for assets which stand in the deceased person's name with no beneficiary designation, those assets can be reached by an unsecured creditor. And when it comes to secured creditors, they actually fare much better, no surprise, because there's an asset attached to that debt. If mortgage payments fall behind, they can foreclose on the home. And the same is true for repossession of vehicles that are still being paid for. Columnist Marlene Cooper goes on to add, when there is little equity left in a property compared to the outstanding debt, there's usually no choice except to sell. Now, I would add she's not mentioning a key caveat for reverse mortgages, and that is the deed in lieu of foreclosure. And also, this is where we have the beautiful non-recourse feature of reverse mortgage loans, which is, by the way, provided in the note as a contractual promise by law. It's not because of the FHA insurance alone. So just a very important clarification there. In conclusion, I would encourage you to go to PasadenaJournal.com or Google Debt After Death, and PasadenaJournal.com is one word if you want to learn a little bit more on how debts are dealt with after the death of a loved one. And I think that we could all learn just a little bit more in what our clients and homeowners are facing. And in our final story of the week, the final estimates of the 2023 Social Security Cost of Living Adjustment, or COLA, are beginning to roll in. And it looks like good news for millions of Americans who rely on those benefits. Monthly payments from the Federal Social Security Administration could jump by 8.7% in 2023. That according to a new projection released last week by the Senior Citizens League. That's a nonprofit agency group. And it's also expected the Social Security Administration will not make the official announcement of how much the cost of living adjustment will be until October 13th. So we're just a little less than a month away. Now, let's look at the comparison of the cost of living adjustment that we had in 2022. It was 5.9%. Yet more than 70 million Americans receive monthly checks from the Social Security Administration, according from the latest data from the agency. And the lion's share of them, some 52 million of the 70 million, receive retirement benefits, but the agency also assists disabled workers, spouses, and also children of deceased workers. All of those beneficiaries stand to gain from the increased cost of living adjustment. That is due to inflation, which has reached historic highs in recent months. And for example, when we have an 8.7% cost of living adjustment, the average monthly payment for a retiree would increase by about $144. However, we must be watchful for any increases in the Medicare Part B premiums, such as we had the year before, because that can also take away much of the cost of living adjustment that was granted in a given year. Typically, we see that these cost of living adjustments tend to lag inflation. In other words, they're reacting to inflation data from the previous year. 
So our hope is that inflation will at least plateau or begin to decline to make sure that these Social Security recipients do not find themselves further pressured by the increasing cost of living. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for you, the reverse mortgage professional. Apple users can listen and subscribe on iTunes. Everyone else, you can listen at heckamworld.com, H-E-C-M, world.com. Also at Heckam World, you can find our weekly video commentary and analysis, blog articles, and our monthly top 100 Heckam Lenders Report. Thanks again for joining us and be sure to return next week for more reverse mortgage news on the go.